evaporates off their off their uh, leaves. It's called transpiration. And yeah, so I understand that uh, one thing that uh, I forget the company in Europe, uh, the country in Europe, but they're planning to plant a billion trees. I, I read the article. I forget the actual uh, country, but I think we have to reforest the world as 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 much as possible and as fast as possible, especially to absorb the carbon. And and um, well, I would suggest we stop destroying the existing forests because planting trees is really not a you know, it takes a while, first of all, and you don't necessarily get a healthy ecosystem by just going out and planting a bunch of the same kind of trees. You you really want a diverse ecosystem with stable, you want multiple level canopies, you need different ages of trees, so you really need to protect the forest that exists, and I think should be our primary focus before we I just completely plant. agree with you, and um, I think we should place value, you know, monetary value on the forest. They should figure out how much they're worth per acre as opposed to what it would cost to destroy them. So I think that's really important. And I also think that the faster that we get to renewables like solar energy where we're plugged into the sun, that's why the banks and the utilities, they hate solar. Uh, they're ramping up again in California to fight solar, solar initiatives, uh, all the utilities, because they're basically fossil fuel driven. So the faster that we go solar, the uh, sooner we can uh, get rid of these, the fossil fuel industry or at least cut them back substantially from uh, raping and pillaging our planet and uh, especially with the i don't know if i ever talked to you about it but they have something called the runaway greenhouse effect you know what that is um go ahead and tell us well the runaway greenhouse effect is what the scientists think happened on the planet venus where there was so much carbon in the air that uh, that the surface temperature is now about six to nine hundred degrees, where wa where lead runs like water, and the oceans boiled off. And uh, what's happening here is that the the fossil fuel industry claim. If you go to uh, Wiki Wiki uh, and you put in runaway greenhouse gases, it says that basically the fossil fuel industry says you know like right now we're at four hundred parts per million of carbon in the atmosphere. But uh, they say that even if you burned all the gasoline, all the petroleum in the world, you'd never reach the right the amount of parts per million to uh, to uh, to start the uh, runaway greenhouse effect. But what they're not saying is that you don't have to go that far because there's certain trigger points, like when the when the Earth gets and by the way, it's been warmest every month, every year. It's just record breaking. So um, what happens is that when you get to a certain point. The methane, which is locked up in the permafrost, like around Siberia, starts uh, escaping, and 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 uh, methane is 20 times more potent as a greenhouse gas. And a lot of people don't know, but you can look this up on right. Google again. That water vapor is a greenhouse gas. That is to say, it takes the sun's infrared radiation and turns it into heat and pushes it out into the atmosphere. So you get something called the water cycle, where the water is evaporating off the oceans, lakes, and rivers. And, uh, and that heats up the atmosphere, which causes more evaporation, which uh, heats up the atmosphere, and so on and so on. And just goes so f until the atmosphere gets so hot that the oceans boil off. And another, another problem is that uh, with the heating up of the planet, you get the melting of the polar caps. And the polar caps, they, ha they apply a certain weight to the top and the bottom of the Earth. But when the, the uh, top and bottom, the, the polar caps melt, the water is distributed around the planet, and this causes a release of the tectonic plates. And the tectonic plates around the planet start moving, and this gives rise to larger earthquakes, 
and uh, like where you have the San Andreas Fault here, that's supposed to snap at any time, and, mm -hmm. and the Cascadia subduction zone up there. Right. <clears throat> but it also gives rise to volcanoes and vol more volcanoes, and they could release ash into the air that'll sort of block the sun and create another ice age. So what we're playing around with here is the planet could either go toward, like Venus, and just be, just uh, go into a heat death or become another ice age. So we really have to stop the use of fossil fuels and carbonizing the atmosphere as soon as possible so that we don't face those horrific, the horrific runaway greenhouse effect. All right. Thanks so much, Harvey. we got another caller behind Thank you. Thank you. All right. Next up, hello. Welcome to the Environment Show. Oh, hey, Duff. David down in San Francisco. Hey, David. How are you doing, man? Hey, not too bad. Hey, uh, I heard that uh, previous caller uh, mention the billion trees, and he was right about the anticipation or the, the plan to do it, but he was wrong about Europe. It's actually Pakistan that's looking at doing that. Are they going to plant the billion trees in Pakistan? Uh, well, yeah, it's uh, Washington Post, May 18th, uh, Pakistan's plan for tackling deforestation, a billion trees. Wow. So, uh, yeah, there's uh, at least somebody's getting wise to it. And uh, it's kind of interesting, you know, all this hatred of Muslims. Uh, uh, Pakistan is full of Muslims, and apparently there must be some environmentalists uh, at the top of their government. So maybe that's a, a bright point of uh, one of the parts of the sects of the religion. <laughs> uh, a win-win situation on that one. Hey, and uh, yeah. he was also talking about, uh, well, I guess it was both you and uh, he were talking about how much it was going to cost to deal with some of these pollution issues and whatnot. In economics, they call uh, pollution uh, uh, externalized costs. Yeah. And uh, so uh, if people uh, want to start looking at, uh, you know, how you deal with this, uh, have, you, have you done anything about the Exxon papers on your show? Uh, no, I haven't done the Exxon Papers. Yeah, that's also big in the news. You know, they um, uh, apparently the history of Exxon and global warming goes back to the late 50s, apparently. You know, uh, Rachel Carson wrote her book. Uh, I think it came out in 52 or something like that. And uh, by 57, Exxon's board of directors uh, apparently had agreed that global, well, whether or not they called it global warming, they, they agreed that pollution was uh, getting to be a serious problem. And, uh, but by the late 70s, you know, about 20 years later, they got a different board of directors who totally uh, reversed themselves and went on a campaign of, of uh, disinformation. So they right. they realized the liability that they had walked themselves into, uh, you know, by selling gasoline and, you know, changing oxygen into carbon dioxide. And uh, so they had uh, uh, basically totally reversed themselves because they wanted to cover up the liability. And so the Exxon papers, uh, you know, some environmentalists had been doing research and I'm not sure if it was a document dump, some theft of uh, documents from Exxon, or if they had been caught up in a lawsuit and they had to release documents. And so they, in order, a, a typical way of getting out of uh, lawsuits is you, you, if you're asked for documents, instead of turning over 20 or 50 or a stack of them, you turn over a million of them, and you hope that uh, the legal team doesn't have a chance to deal with it. Right. In fact, that happened to Judy Berry, uh, and and they were able to. Judy was <laughs> audacious enough to start reading them, mm -hmm. and uh, they they learned a lot with them. But anyway, the Exxon Papers learned that 
Yeah, right. uh, they knew about global warming long before, and they've been funding the anti-global uh, warming science, so-called pseudoscience, sure. and denial of global warming. Yeah, I, it, that that story's been out for a while now, and yeah, yeah it doesn't surprise a, me at all, honestly. I mean, well, there was, there was a prosecution, a decision to prosecute them now, just in the last week. Uh, I noticed that. I yeah. didn't read the uh, entirety of the article, but. Uh, who, yeah, who, do you know who's prosecuting or who's charging them? Well, I could probably do a quick yeah. search. Uh, it, uh, but, yeah, the whole idea of, and as you were having your previous conversation there uh, about the costs of it, um, the, the basic, I, I mean, when you start looking at, at the, um, the totality of it, I mean, we've got, like, cancer clusters. We've got, uh, you know, a huge rise in various diseases. And it's probably related directly to, uh, uh, you know, the environmental changes. Uh, as, you know, mm -hmm. that previous caller was talking about that, um, what was it, the uh, uh, river in the sky? What was it? Right, right. yeah, river in the sky, sky yeah. rivers. I mean, the very idea that you've got a whole bunch of people who are living in a moist climate for centuries, and then all of a sudden yeah. they're living in a Yeah, I mean, that's, that's really more from deforestation. That's specifically but you know i totally hear you and you know the, to, to me you know irregardless of you know the, the the disaster of the climate thing the actual pollution from the fossil fuels and from the mining as i was talking is so detrimental that like a lot of times we get sort of wrapped up in this like environmental um concern for the future because what's going to happen to the climate and we kind of ignore what's happening right now and what's happening is the the earth is being totally raped and just being, you know just devastated um irregardless of whether or not the climate is going to kill us all in 20 you know 50 or whatever the prediction is um it's really i think important for us to like kind of focus like this is happening right now it's not just what will happen in the future oh yeah absolutely and for pakistan to decide to plant a billion trees uh one of the Almost every global uh, climate scientist agrees that the way to remediate is is through planting trees. Uh, we've got to, you know, give ground cover. We've got to, uh, you know, give the opportunity for the water to be retained in every region, in every county, in right. every, you know, uh, uh, eco-climate. Uh, and so we've got to do things uh, tied to reforestation. And I think, we, like, again, we really need to protect the forests that already exist. But, hey, Dave, I'm running out of time yeah, running here. running out of time. Hey, one last thing. Uh, you might mention uh, there's a, a radio show called um, Nuclear Hot Seat. And uh, you Nuclear might let uh, K-Mud know they could get it for free at okay. one hour. Okay, thanks so much. Sure. Appreciate Bye. your call. All right, that's it for the time on the Environment Show. Thank you, callers. Thank you for listening, folks. This is Duff, and thank you, Sue Maloney, for engineering. Born and raised in a mining town. Most folks thought when up was down. We all lived and gave our soul. Did it all, smoking cold. 